What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. We hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the great man Sauce. How you going, mate? I'm good, brother. Oh, and I'll be wearing this hat. Still I'll be, we- I'll be wearing this hat uh, until this next season yeah. comes about and throughout the next season because we're the champs, baby. <laughs> we're the champs. That's it. That's it. We've got a big show, massive show. Um, I'm not going to uh, tease the uh, intro in two seconds, but we've got... F1 coming up, previewing the AFL Grand Final, UFC, NFL, EPL, Champions League was back today. Mate, hobby talk, we've got a special special hobby talk. We've got industry summit this week, so we can announce a few things that uh, Panini are going to release in terms of product next year, give you some dates. Mosaic basketball, I'll be ripping live on the pod Sauce has got some stuff. He's also going to rip. Yep. Sauce is smoky. Good. It's going to be good. Sauce is smoky. Interesting one this week. Uh, well, I've been thinking about it hard over the last couple of days. I mean, I've already got some of this card, but I just think where it's at, um, it's potential. It's got good potential. Uh, next season, um, to make a quick flip, you know, at some point next season or, or hold for later down the track, it's entirely up to you. But I always try and give you some value. That's it. But where we're starting today, we told you last week, we ain't doing hobby talk, we're doing goat talk right now. We're going to go Jordan LeBron, we're just going to discuss it. We start debating and it starts getting heated, oh well, that's just oh, better content for you. So <laughs> let's get into it, man. Honestly, uh, Michael Jeffrey Jordan versus LeBron James, uh, I'll give you the matchups. Uh, I'm in favor of Jordan Neon, obviously. Saucy's all over LeBron. The go. Uh, five, MV- five MVPs to Jordan. Four to LeBron. Six titles to Jordan. Six for six, mind you. Four to LeBron. Six finals MVP to Jordan. In six for six, mind you. Four to LeBron. <laughs> Eleven All-NBA selections for Jordan. LeBron has 16. Nine all-defensive for Jordan, six all-defensive for LeBron. 14 all-star selections for Jordan, 16 for LeBron. Both have equal all-star MVPs. Ten scoring uh, titles to LeBron's one in favor of Jordan. Uh, So that's Jordan's career in a nutshell. As we know, LeBron is still playing. But he's the ones... uh, if you're a Jordan sycophant or a Jordan man, which I'm going to have to try and defend here, which is going to be extremely hard, uh, total career points, 32,292. Total rebound, 6,672. Assists, 5,663. To LeBron, which I put an asterisk next to because of the fact of uh, he's currently still in the league and still, still playing. Uh, LeBron uh, eclipses Jordan by over 2,000 points. Eclipses Jordan by over 3,000 rebounds and eclipses Jordan over 4,000 assists. And he's still playing. So I'm not going to even bother debating you there. Um, uh, and uh, youngest ever player to reach 31,000 points. Thank you very much. So uh, throw that in there. And he's still playing. Uh, the other... Did I forget to mention that one? Yeah, I think he... he, he yeah. Well, fuck. What am I meant to do here? Well, let's go to playoffs. This is even worse for me. Uh Points for Jordan, 5,987. 1,152 rebounds, 1,000 assists. LeBron, asterisk again because he's still currently active. 7,500 points, most 
ever in NBA history. Currently active. Rebounds, he's got 2,300. 1,100 more than Jordan. Assists, he has 850 more than Jordan. And um, unfortunately, uh, Jordan fans out there, game-winning buzzer beaters, Jordan three, LeBron's got five, and he's still fucking playing. So, Mr. Clutch... Well, let's let's be honest. I'm not going to just side with Jordan. Let's just have the, just have a discussion because I can't debate a lot of this shit. LeBron's just he's still playing. So, yeah. So for a guy that's not clutch, he seems to be pretty clutch, in my opinion. And just imagine how many he's passed off to other guys to hit the game when he yeah. shot. So, anyway. so look, no Dommer, Um I'm just going to bring it back. He's 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 one on 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 uh, on my end. Uh, I'm just gonna go in. I'm just gonna let me let me just bring up the absolute wizardry, the absolute wizardry. Um, talk about wizardry. It was Jordan at the wizard's wizardry? Forty year old putting on a clinic. We haven't even seen LeBron yet. He's probably thirty five. He's got five years to Here go. We go. Um, quite to be honest. Right. Now, what do you got for me? Come on, I want to see this. I'm, I'm keen. In 2015, LeBron James uh, was leading the list uh, for playoff games where a player goes 25 and 5 with 101. 2015. Second on that list. Larry Bird with 83, and Jordan with 80. Then you've got Major Johnson, 71, and Kobe, 66. Fast forward to today, that number is 183. So the second... <laughs> uh, uh, so essentially in five years, he, he, he's, he's jumped that up significantly, and he is now 100 more has 100 more 25 and 5 games in the playoffs than the second best, which is Larry Bird. Michael Jordan being third best. Some would say it's just stat collecting. Um, I mean, I thought Russell Westbrook was a stat collector, wasn't he? <laughs> well, the difference is... Um, yeah, the difference is LeBron, LeBron with wins. his stats, he actually wins, unlike Russell Westbrook. Um, it's, you know... What was in your in your findings, Noel? What was the first season that 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 uh, well, uh, Michael Jordan? What he made the playoffs? So, what was the first season he made the playoffs? So Jordan, so made the playoffs eighty four eighty five um, in his first season. Yep. Lost in the first round to Milwaukee, yep. uh, and that team had some uh, absolutely elite players. Uh, Sidney Moncrief, and that's it. So it's pretty good. Uh, he lost to a Sydney Moncrief team. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't think LeBron's ever lost to a team that shit in my life, in like that I've seen. So anyway, he lost that. Uh, second season, he didn't play. He had a broken foot. Uh, yep. So yep. he was out for yeah. the whole season. They, they finished eighth that year. He, he still had guys like Orlando Woolridge and Dave Corzine, yeah? But by his third year, this is a guy that everyone kept saying um, he had to do it all by himself until he got Pippen. All right? Don't forget this. Yeah. All right. These are the guys that just looked at uh, from 1990 till his first retirement 
and then when he came back to his second retirement. I'm being honest. These are Jordan fans because they'll never talk about the 80s. They'll never talk about the 80s because he got given a bath every year. But some of the teams, I'll give him credit, like this year that I'm about to mention, his third season. But for you always talk about hard nuts and the era that they played in and this and that and all that crap. So he comes back in his third season. They picked up Charles Oakley. Uh, Corzine's still there. And they got uh, John Paxson as well. They lost to Boston uh, in the first round. Three zip. Now, Boston's team is stacked, though. Danny Ainge, Dennis Johnson, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, Larry Bird, Rick Carlisle, Bill Walton. That's who he had to that come up against. That is an elite team. Let's just put it this way. He lost to Milwaukee with Sidney Moncrief two seasons earlier. That's all they had. And he got absolutely uh, demolished. I think he played very well, though, in the playoffs. All right. Fourth season, finished third in the East. They got Pippen in 87-88. Now, this is all of a sudden, this is when they're good. They also got Horace Grant. If people don't actually understand how good Horace Grant was as a player... And you got rocks in your head. So, on top of Corzine, Oakley, and Paxson, now they have Horace Grant and Scotty Pippen. So, you'd say they got some pretty good players in that team. Uh, and they couldn't get past Detroit. So, everyone said that Jordan did it all by himself. and He, could, he actually has a team here. He has a team. You know what this tells me? This All these stats on here. I've got fucking three pages worth of this shit. Before I even go any further, he was just selfish. That's what it tells me. He has good players. But he did come up against uh, elite teams like this Detroit team where he got smacked 4-1. They had Dumas. Isaiah Thomas. I'm just going to talk about guys that actually have talent in this team. Like, Lambeer is just a fucking enforcer. Rodman was just an enforcer. Uh, Rick Mahorn was just out there just to freaking beat the shit out of people. But guys like Dantley... John Sally, Daryl Dawkins, Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumas. Great players. So they got beaten 4-1 in the Eastern Semis. They made it to that year. Fifth season, they finished sixth in the East. They picked up Bill Cartwright here on top of the rest of the guys. They have lost Charles Oakley at this stage. They played Detroit again. Eastern Conference Finals this time. They lost 4-2. Same guys. Sixth season, finished third. Now they have B.J. Armstrong on this team with Bill Carwright, Horace Grant, John Paxson, Scotty Piven. They lost 4-3 in the Eastern Conference Finals again to Detroit, but Detroit have thinned out a bit. They've just got Sally, Rodman, Lambia, Dumas, and Thomas now. So they've lost, in the space of two seasons, Rick Mahorn, Daryl Dawkins, Adrian Dantley, and, well, there you go, three big guys. So they're thinned out, and they still lost to them. Seventh season, they get good old-fashioned Phil Jackson in their team. They win a title. Horace Grant, Phil, we know Greatest the Greatest coach ever walked they the played, planet, supposedly. They played the Lakers. They played the Lakers. Um, had, they had Magic, Vladi Divac, James Worthy, Byron Scott, Larry Drew, AC Green in that team. So they win that. That's great. And now this is where it gets pretty interesting. So I'll give... I'll give Jordan that one. Played a great team. Now, people bagging LeBron, they're saying he beat no one. Okay, he beat no one. Let's let's 
like Butler at Miami, and then when he played Oklahoma, it's just like, yeah, well, we beat no one as Durant and Westbrook. They were early in their career, all that stuff. All right. So he beats the Blazers in his second for his second title, Jordan. I told you how good his team yep. was. All right. So he came up against an aging Danny Ainge, Terry Porter. He was average to good. And Drexler, who was good to great on his night. So that's who he played. And they gave him a bath. All right, so... Slapped him. Third title in three years. They beat Phoenix. Uh, Pretty decent team. I reckon this is the... Honestly, I I still think this is the, the best team that they beat in my opinion, uh, our second best team. They have Barkley, Ainge, Dumas, Kevin Johnson, uh, Johnson, and Cedric Ceballos. Good win. Then he retired, went on a break. Now, when he went on a break, I don't think people understand how good this Houston Rockets team was. In the 93-94 championship, they had Sam Cassell, Robert Ory, Hakeem Olajuwon, Kenny Smith. Uh, the 94-95 team had Sam Cassell, Clyde Drexler, Robert Ory, Hakeem Olajuwon and Kenny Smith. So they got better. So he comes back at the end of that 94-95 season. And lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't do your research, you wouldn't know that he made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And guess what happened? He got beaten. Jordan actually lost and didn't make the finals. So that's why he's got a perfect record. What right? was this? So if you made it, potentially he loses. 94-95. They lose. They lose. All right? They lose. I'm just telling people out there, people that say, no, nah, I'd rather lose in the conference finals than losing in a championship. Last time I checked, you've got to get there. To have a chance. To have a crack at winning a title. All right? So if you lose beforehand, you're not good enough. That means you weren't the best team in the East. The two best teams in the comp make it to the final. Following year, they play Seattle. Kemp and Payton. Uh, they had Shrimp, uh, Sam Perkins. Decent team. Uh, beat them. Then they beat Stockton, Malone, and Hornacek two years in a row, which Malone was good, Stockton was good, Hornacek was pretty old. The rest of the team was actually terrible. Terrible. So that's his six titles. Then he retires. He comes back, plays for the Wizards. You know the rest of the story. Drops. 40 or whatever it was at 40 years of age and so, everyone's like, oh, it's so the greatest thing. When did he have his first finals ex- uh, appearance? 84. 84-85 uh, <laughs> and they lost in the first round. No, no, finals. Not playoffs. Finals. Oh, finals. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, so he made made it in his seventh season and won it in his seventh season. So the first time he made the finals, he won it because he never, obviously, he never lost in the finals. So it took him seven seasons to actually get through the competition. Well, he had to wait till the 90s till uh, Magic and Bird were pretty much done with their career. Well, sorry. Had to wait till Bird and Isaiah were pretty much done with their career before he could even get out of the East. I've got some LeBron stuff here if you want me to... Well, Doma, you know, um, I get it. I get it. On the flip side, uh, look, 
you, the, the numbers in terms of statistics, uh, Le, LeBron's going to go, is already past him, uh, is going to, uh, you know, he's going to demolish gonna him. Um, he could end up uh, passing Kareem, all-time point scorer. Uh, his assists, he's is the, is the only ever player to with uh, 35,000 points and 9,000 rebounds and 9,000 assists. Ever in the history of the game. Um, Here we go. LeBron actually made it. He, he, his first uh, year he made it to the finals, which was 2006 and seven, right, Doma? Um, yes, his fourth season. I've got that's that. That's fourth season in. So with in his fourth season. Now, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read out the names on that roster, right? That he made it to the finals with, uh, Shannon Brown. Don't even know him. Daniel Gibson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, um, better known as Doobie Gibson. Doobie Gibson. Uh, Drew Gooden. Larry Hughes. Judas Silgalskis, he's second best player on the team, a center, out of Lithuania. Uh, Damon Jones. Dwayne Jones, Donnell Marshall, Ira Neblu, Sasha Pavlovich, Scott Pollard, Chris uh, Eric Snow, Anderson Verigel, and David Wesley. <laughs> right? Um, I mean, Drew Drew Gooden that year. Uh, in he, look, he averaged ten points a game. That that's 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 great. Uh, Judas Ugalskis in that year. Uh, he averaged sixteen point uh, nine points a game, um, so so I mean that's that's pretty good. Um, you know who 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 would you say be uh, be the next players on that team? Next best players on that team? Uh, Probably Verigel. Anderson Verigel, right? Uh, in a time where where big men were actually something, but he was really a rim runner, wasn't really a, a point scorer. Um, you know the most notable name out of them. Uh, he what did he average? He averaged uh, a whopping four point six points, right? <laughs> he led this oh, team to to, just, the, to just, the final. Quietly, Are any of those so, guys that I read off there gonna gonna be inducted into the Hall of Fame? No. So so just to so compare, he, he, he led a whole a Hall of Fameless team. Besides himself, to the finals. Yeah, so comparing it to Jordan's team, where that, he had Horace Grant, Charles Oakley, John Paxson, and Scotty Pippen on his team in his fourth season, and he played against uh, Isaiah Thomas and they lost. Uh, LeBron had Zadrunas Ilgarskis, is what you're telling me. Yes. And he lost, he got swept, to Tim Duncan, Ginobili, Parker, Robert Ory, and Bruce Bowen. Which is no slouch. No slouch. Um, yeah. Look, you know, he, he got, he got is, demolished I'm in that not point. joking. I'm, not, I'm actually not joking. That team right there is as good as any team. Well, probably as good as the, what's it called? The, um, the, well, the Phoenix team that he played. Jordan. I still reckon that Magic... Well, not that Magic team. Yeah, the Magic team. The Lakers won. I reckon that they were aging. They were old. Honestly, that team is just as good as any team that LeBron's 
ever faced in the finals. You lost to. Uh, we haven't even got to the we haven't even got to the Golden State years yet. <laughs> we had to play like KD and all these guys that are like ten times better than three quarters of the guys that Jordan ever played in the finals. Um, the only I'll be honest with you before we keep going through LeBron here. The honestly the best guy. <laughs> Like Jordan, I don't know. Honestly, Kevin Durant. Let's be realistic. He's probably better. They say he's top fifteen of all time. He'd be top ten of all time. So that pretty much says that Kevin Durant's better than absolutely any player that Jordan played in the finals in his career. And potentially Stephen Curry is close to better than all of them as well. And I think LeBron had to play them a couple times, didn't he? I think, mind you, the fact that he made the finals like that, 10 that, years that, that one where he lost that final San Antonio sweep, like that's that's nothing. The fact that he was able to just that amazes me that he got that squad. Um, I he shared a graphic today on the shit. socials. Uh, I, I believe they won sixty six games that squad one season, six a franchise record for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, no, with, that, with the Bakers and the and the the sous chefs and. The garbage man and the mailman. And it wasn't the mailman, Carl Malone mailman. It was literally the mailman that puts the post in the in the letterboxes. He made the NBA finals with that crap. You know, he said, the following year, he got kicked out in the second uh, second round against Boston, who had Alan Garnett, Pierce, Rondo, and Posey. And they went on to win it, right? Uh, they did. They beat the Lakers that year. Thank you very much. They got knocked out by the the winners. They had the big three. You know that was that was their chance. That was what they were going for. Obviously with uh, Rondo, um, Paul Pierce, KG, Ray Allen. Hey, when when LeBron got Ray Allen on his side in Miami, we all seen what happened. And then he lost to Orlando in the conference finals the following year uh, to a Dwight Howard team where Dwight Howard had the best well season of his career in my opinion. Absolutely dominated. Got it. Literally, got them to the finals. They got beaten by the Lakers, as we know. And then that last year, because it was, yeah. So that 09-10 season. So the following year, the front office uh, started to shit themselves a little bit because LeBron was out of contract. Clearly, so this is where they stacked him with some players. Like this was the best Cleveland team that 0-9-10. he had. 09-10. Yeah, Dilgauskas. Yeah, yeah, Dilgauskas. Shaq. But Shaq was old. Washed up. Really old. J.J. Hickson, Verigel, Mo Williams, Anton Jamison. Still not even that good. They lost to Boston in the conference semifinals. who had Alan Garnett, Pierce, Luke of the Dawn, Kendrick Perkins, Rondo, and they picked up Rasheed Wallace to come off the bench as well. And then they ended up getting beat by the... Yep, they got beat by the Lakers, baby. Lake Show. Kobe. And then the rest is history. Um, Goes to Miami, Bosch, Wade, Haslam, get beaten by Butler, Sean Marion, Dirk Nowitzki, Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler, Jason Terry, you name it. It was just, that team was good as LeChoke, whatever you want, LeChoke, you can go with it. Yeah, look, that's that's the, they, that's they, the one blight on his uh, thing, is probably that, yes. that one against uh, Dirk Nowitzki and the Dallas Mavericks, and we're not going to lie there, you know, that was one. But also, don't forget, um, that was his, was that his first season in Miami? 
first season Miami. in Miami. Now, uh, halfway, th- if anyone remembers that season, halfway through that season, the chemistry issues uh, on that ball club were horrendous. They were, were trying to work it out. Uh, they didn't. They didn't start the season off well from memory. Um, so to get it there in the first season, all right, yeah, he's got he's got Bosch, he's got Wade. That's why he went there to 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 get them there. Um, but you know, he then came back the next year and and went back to back. Uh, I'll be honest with you, he never had the, he never had the luck because he went there thinking I got Wade, I got Bosch, but then Wade was pretty much injured all the time. So. After that first season, he was starting to get injuries, and and then the rest is history. You know, he goes back to Cleveland, he wins, he plays like the Golden State. He's got four Hall of Famers, and the rest is like injuries, you know what I mean. You know, he's had he's had uh, he's had a bit of uh, misfortune. He comes yeah. back. He's had a bit of misfortune. Um, yeah. You know how how many uh, of those playoff runs was uh, Jordan without yeah. Scottie Pippen, uh, uh, or you know uh, without his uh, he some of his best guys. Uh, well, he didn't have to worry about, like, Scottie Pippen and stuff like that because literally he had him all the time. So he didn't go to a finals and not have Pippen and, let's just say, Pippen and Rodman not play for a whole series. Like, LeBron had no Kyrie and no Kevin Love. He never had that. He had all the luck. His guys... And they if it wasn't for JR, Nick- they would have been up 2-zip and they would have had home yeah, court but- advantage. And at home court, it was a different story. He could have even won that series. It wasn't for a JR brain fart. He's also the only player ever to come back from 3-1 down in the finals against a great team. Let's let's not give him credit. He won in uh, in the bubble, which is, in my opinion, one of the hardest situations a player's ever, players have ever been put in. Three months away from family, this and that, conditions where you're not used to the courts and... Well, everything. Let's be honest. The bubble was just harsh on everyone. Happened to win a title in that fashion. I don't know what more has to be said, to be honest. Is there any stats so that... So, what were the years that he took... Jordan took a break off, what? Uh, 90, 93. 93, 94, 95, 94, 94. 93, 94 season, and then the 94-95 season. Right. Where Houston went back-to-back. Hakeem was happy about that. Well, I'll tell you what, Hakeem was probably the best player that uh, Jordan would have ever played in uh, the NBA Finals. Because he was in his prime. Yeah. He was in his prime there. So, that's in my opinion. Yeah, he everyone will say, no, but he played Magic, Dom. Magic was on the back end of his career. Magic won all his titles in the 80s. Yeah. When he played, he beat teams that are better than what Jordan ever beat in Bird and those guys. But anyway, yeah. So he didn't play against, obviously, Hakeem at his best. It would have been the best player he would have ever faced, in my opinion. Let's just put it this way. Hakeem Olajuwon used to give Shaq fits and nightmares. So I don't know how... uh, because they, they got rid of Horace Grant, so I don't know how they thought they were going to stop him. We'll never know. We'll never know because it never happened. He retired. People say he could have won. You could have won eight. You went eight for eight if you stayed. I'm. I look at it differently, in my opinion. Then I win eight for eight. What happens if he loses one? There, there's a blight on Jordan's career. It's like. 
No one ever thinks about that because he went six for six. And that's the, uh, that's the argument. Like, I just said, like we said at the top, total points in, in regular season career, rebounds and assists, destroys Jordan. Currently active, total plus points, rebounds, assists, buzzer beaters, destroys Jordan. The only thing that he's losing out on Jordan is five MB- MVPs to four. And as we all know, and it's public, pu- publicly documented, it became a media reward halfway through LeBron's career. He should have 10. <laughs> 10. He right. should. And then you say, oh, Jordan, should- no, 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 LeBron should have 10. He's been the best player, the most valuable player to his, as, you, as you've seen, every team that he's left has become a dumpster fire. Jordan left and retired, and they still won 55 games the next season. Right, yeah, that's what that's they they still won fifty five games. That's ex- literally when literally what I'm looking at right now, Donna. Um, and they uh in the following season they still ended with a uh in ninety four ninety five they still ended with a um. I know Jordan was there in that year ninety four ninety five. Sorry, my bad. I, no, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. Was kid, that was the Rockets here. Okay, so they still ended with a positive record of forty seven wins. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, he won that year. It's got a year that Jordan was on the roster here, 94 95. Yeah, because he came back and they lost in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, he came back, what, halfway through the year? Yeah, I think towards the end. There you go. He lost. He lost. Conference Finals. No one talks about that. And he had Pinson. <laughs> and Rodman. And Rodman. <laughs> This is a revelation. Hey. Where's old, old Rodman not on the roster yet? Well, maybe they got him in. No, they didn't get him yet. No, they, they, but they had, they had, they had Kerr, had Big Curry, Luke Longley, our boy. Um, but I mean, he had his, he had his Batman, Pippen, mate. Pippen was averaging twenty-one points that season. Uh, I think that was his best season statistically of his career. This is the thing. This is the thing. The, the whole thing is like we're not trying to say LeBron's better than Jordan or Jordan's better than LeBron. Uh, we both acknowledge what source in their era. What did both of these guys do in their they era? They dominated, uh, and that's all you can do as a NBA player. You can only dominate when when you are playing. Um, it's very very difficult to compare the two. Obviously, people want to say that they played in different eras. Um, and they did. Uh, they did play in different eras. But I also have an argument um, that the skill of this modern day era is of a much higher standard than that era of basketball. Um, for reference, you know, if you if, if you as a big guy cannot develop a three-point shot, you will find yourself out of the league. Back then... It wasn't necessary to have a three-point shot as a big guy. As long as you were good back to the basket, um, post moves, you would be in the league for a long time. Guys now, uh, if you can't, as a guard, if you can't shoot a three, um, you are all but useless. You must be able to shoot threes as a guard. As you've seen, if you can't shoot threes as a guard, like a Russell Westbrook, you won't win. You won't win anything in today's league. Because you get guys like Steph Curry, Lillard, um, you know, guards that can light it up from outside. 
So the, the, the skill level has improved immensely. Yeah, it might have been harder back then because the referees didn't call as much. Uh, you know, didn't call the uh, as soft fouls as what you see nowadays. Uh, you had guys getting away with, you know, you had the, the Ben Wallaces and, and Rashid Wallaces getting away with uh, dirty stuff, dirty uh, actions, you know, back back then. Rashid Wallace, uh, he was renowned for that sort of stuff. Well, that was that's LeBron's era, Rashid and Ben Wallace. Oh, no, they're... The other guy that you uh, said. Lambier. Lambier. What's his name? Yeah, but, but that Pistons team was just as rough and tough with Rip Hamilton and Billups yeah. and so, both Wallaces, Tayshawn Prince. It's it's a good team. I'm, of course, I'm going to, uh, like, I'm not saying, I always say Legault. Um, and anyone who's ever watched me before, I'm always saying, for me, Jordan is the GOAT because he did it first. But the next best thing, or very close second, and then by statistics, by the end of his career, and who knows, he might end with six championships. And if he ends with six championships and has the same amount as Jordan, like Jordan liked to always give it back when, you know, saying uh, uh, about someone, someone asks him, well, he, you know, he says, I got six, you know. If he ends with six, which he could potentially do, you don't know. He's better. Um, not for anything, he becomes the GOAT, though, because he beats him in absolutely everything else. But this is the problem that pisses me off and pisses you off. When you try and have a discussion with someone, it's not even an argument. You're just like, well, yeah, but you've got to listen to the LeBron side of thing, the things. They always just cut out things in Jordan's career like as if it never happened, like that Eastern Conference Finals thing and the, the points thing. It's, it's when and you get the your inability to even the to lead a, a team where uh, he was the man and didn't have his Batman to nowhere. To getting slapped. To getting bounced in the first round of, of the playoffs. Right? Uh, LeBron know. LeBron led a team where the second best player was Zrudis Ilgowskis to the finals. Zrudis who? Who? I don't think they understand. Who's that guy? You say the name Scotty Pippen. Oh yeah, I know Scotty Pippen. He, he, he was great with Michael Jordan. Uh, they, they were good together. <laughs> you say, uh, you know, oh, LeBron had Judas Ilgalskis. Huh? Judas who? Everyone always goes, oh yeah, but he had like Anton Jamison and JJ Hickson. Yeah, for one season. It's not like he had it for his whole career. It's Judas Ilgalskis, his whole career at Cleveland at the beginning. It's just, I don't, we're just here to acknowledge the fact that, like, if he does win six, you can't just, when your backs get up against the wall and you, you feel threatened that your, that your God is, your, that you idolize and cherish so much because you lived through his career, you disregard everything else and just go, yeah, but he was six for six at the end of the day. Six for six. If, that's that's the argument every if time. If LeBron played in that era, he would have done exactly what he's done today. Exactly the same stuff. He would have, he would have put up the same stats. It would have been no different. Think about this. LeBron back in that era, uh, he would have had one of the best three-point shots going around. What he's got today. If he, <laughs> if he developed that. You know? Just, uh, guys didn't shoot threes. Credit. Guys didn't shoot threes. Honestly, I'll leave it on this. Honestly, I will leave it on this. 
He's got six from six. LeBron's got four. He's been to ten finals. He's four and six, yeah? Just remember, there's another guy that had a perfect record once in another sport, and his name was Joe Montana because he was four from four. He was the undisputed GOAT, could never get touched. The moment Brady won five, I know and it was that was it. Joe who? It was all Tom Brady. He's the greatest ever. The difference is, if LeBron gets to six, Jordan only got to the final six times. That means a minimum, LeBron got there 12 times to the finals. People say it's, oh, he only won 50% of the time. Still won six. Still won, still uh, won as many he's, as, he's, as, as your goat out there and then go, ha- and then, all right, uh, he still won six, and then go have a look at their comparisons of uh, stats and numbers. Um, the argument, he will the argument will be, yeah. the argument will be maybe Jordan wasn't good enough to get to twelve. That's the argument after. Maybe Jordan wasn't good enough to get to ten. People don't think about this. We look at his early career; he was not good enough to beat any of those teams. And I can guarantee it. This is a guarantee. He plays Magic in the Lakers. He ain't six and six in the eighties if he plays those teams. He ain't six and six. No way. Ain't six. He would have got slapped. He would have got swept. Your Messiah would have got would have got swept. I'm just saying. Give LeBron his props. Be open-minded. Just because you watched him and we didn't doesn't mean that, like, if someone eclipses him, you lose a piece of your childhood. That's all I'm saying. Just because you watched him and we didn't doesn't mean there can be someone better than him. Tell us all these folklore stories and stuff. I've gone back. I've watched tape. You've watched tape. He's a great player. He is the GOAT. But we're just trying to say if LeBron even wins one more, Guy, he's not a scorer. He's not an S guard. He's not there to score. Makes all his teammates better. Never had an elite coach in his career. Never. The caliber of Phil Jackson. Uh, it took a a guy, Ty Lue, who took over the job, what, uh, a quarter into the season uh, and and took him all the way to uh, the finals. Took David, took David Blatt to the finals. Took, who the hell's that? Took David Blatt. The guy hasn't even gotten another coaching job in the NBA after that, even though he took a team to the finals. Frank Vogel coached against him. Couldn't beat him. Frank Vogel coaches him. Wins everything. He makes everyone better, Doma. So I said, um, you know, he left the franchises, became a rabble. Came back to the other franchise, championship within two years. No, uh, I got nothing to say. That's it. Um, you know, one it in the east, one in the west. Well, that's the one thing that I can always say to, and I said it to you, and you had a nice laugh. Tell me how many times Jordan's won the Western Conference Finals, baby. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. And like you how said, how many times he, he lost the Eastern Conference Finals? I don't think he never. He, he never, never lost, did he? He didn't lose. He never did. Oh, no, he did once. Once. As many times as Jordan did. <laughs> but everyone forgets that. 
Well, he actually, Jordan actually lost it twice because he lost to the Pistons as well in the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, there we go. So LeBron beats him in another spot. Bang! <laughs> anyway. All right. Just, we just got admire the guy, man. Admire the guy. Admire, admire the them. Guy. Anyway. Look, both of them. We've got a lot to get through. We've got a lot to get through. So we're going to move on. Uh, what, up next, Doma, what are we rolling into? AFL, baby. Coming up next. Two. We're back. Massive week. We got three days to the granny. Last week was awesome. Prelim finals. Richmond defeated Port Adelaide by six points. And what was a fantastic game at uh, the Adelaide Oval? It was bucketing rain as well. It was Pressure wet. Footy though. It was three. But uh, you know, the team we've been saying for three months, they got the job done. What's your thoughts on that? They played well. They played well. And, and you know, we said last week um, when we talked about it, we said they had a lot of their guys out last time against Port Adelaide. So they get those guys back. We'll give them more confidence. Um, you know, wet weather footy. But they did enough. Got got the job done by six points. And Port Adelaide uh, played well all throughout the season, um, including in the final. But, um, you know, it could it could have swung their way. But there was times there where you thought the momentum was swinging. Uh, Richmond were always able to, to swing it back. But the telling thing uh, when you look at the final score, Dommer, is uh, 10 shots to uh, ten scoring shots to 16 scoring shots. So they, they probably wasted a few chances, and they, they could have made this a bit more comfortable than what it was. Oh, 100%. Than what cool. it was. 100%. But they got the job done. And we, we said, uh, we're both saying... Richmond's the team to beat. I'm still sticking with that. Uh, going into the granny, Richmond is the team to beat. Uh, Been saying it for three and a half months here on double coverage. But there's one thing I do want to mention, and we're going to mention the other team here that lost. Uh, they lost the preliminary final, uh, Port Adelaide. That football club, I commend them so, so much, man. You know, as I'm envious sitting here as an as an Essendon supporter, um, you know, what, 12, uh, 24 months ago, uh, Ken Hinckley on the verge of uh, potentially getting fired. Um, the club's in a, a bit of a, a tough spot, not achieving as as they would have hoped, as they've uh, set out to achieve. They they got rid of some players, you know, got rid of Polak, they got rid of Pittard, they got rid of uh, uh, Wingard. Um, to North, to North, to Hawthorne. Yeah, um, they, they cut a few more players out of the list. Um then they set out on a goal at the start of this year, and they had that turnaround. Uh, they didn't even make uh, finals last year, I believe. I think the year before. Year before, right? They didn't do too well. They've had that turnaround in, like I said, that sort of Brisbane turnaround. Obviously, not as far in the dumps as Brisbane, but being able to turn around and they played good all year. They finished on top of the ladder, right? Good, good kids in that team. And they've got young guys coming up. They've developed talent. They've got those experienced heads there, which you need. You need that balance in every team. So that uh, the Port Adelaide Football Club, keep going the way you're going because uh, hopefully it's it's uh, some successful years to come. And Ken Hinckley, he's turned years around 
and have some faith in him. Have some fa have some more faith in him because um, you play the brand of footy that you played this year. Play that brand of footy um, next year. You'll be back there, uh, back up. You know, in those top four spots. That's for sure. So yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, so Richmond moved straight into the granny at uh, the Gabba. Uh, the next prelim. Which is also at the Gabba. Uh, the Pretenders, who I tipped last week actually to beat Brisbane, are now playing in a grand final. They won by 40 points. They kicked 11 16. They probably should have won uh, by. They Pretenders now, Dominic, because they've they've got past that they've got past that hump. They got past the hump that you know they couldn't get into the they granny. They haven't won yet. No, oh, they, they haven't, haven't won yet. yet. They still got to beat if, Richmond. If they, if, if, if they win, well, technically they're not really pretenders anymore because they got to got to a grand final. That's a good effort. But what we don't want to see, yeah. we don't want to see, we don't want to see a GWS like oh, effort no, in the granny, which I don't think we're going to get because they have got big time no. players in there. They have got Salwood, they got Dangerfield, uh, Yablet. Yablet. Yablet has literally played two weeks of unbelievable footy Tom, since he's been Tom back Stewart. in. Um, Tommy Stewart. They got they got they got good names in there. Now, oh, it's going to be great. Uh, let's, let's, before we, 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 we move on to the... But let's talk about this game. Uh, Brisbane, absolutely destroyed. Could have been more. Um, looked second... After halftime, looked absolutely second rate. Third quarter, Gary Ablett put on an absolute clinic. Showed us why he's won two Brownlow medals. And the bold little master was on fire. He dominated this game. It was in. It was just embarrassing. Right. He only had fourteen disposals, Doma. But in that in that third quarter, I believe he kicked uh, kicked his two goals. Uh, he was just involved in everything. It was good. It was I mean, really to only good. have fourteen disposals and and end with a, a hundred and four super coach points. That is elite stuff, right there. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, Brisbane, you got to go back. Do some hard thinking. Get Joe Danaher. Hopefully that helps you. Please, please take him. Get him out of the club. He's a cancer, mate. You, you can take but, him. Uh, you, you guys can have him. And if you can get him on the park and get him, get him to play 20 out of 22 games next season, I commend you. I commend you at the Brisbane Lions Football Club if you can do that. Because I guarantee you he's going to break down again. But the Cats were too good. Uh, they're into another grand final, first since 2011, so nine years, to get back there. They got over the hump, like you mentioned. Uh, they will play Richmond at the Gabba. So, An all-Victorian granny up in the up in the sunshine state of Queensland. I was just, uh, I was baiting you there because I wanted <laughs> you to just jump in there. I'll tell you what, what we said it on the live. Uh few weeks back I don't care where you're from where your home ground is we said it the two best teams will always play in the grand final and the best team will always win I don't care if it's played here at the MCG which you all complained about by the way and you got your wish and you still couldn't even get there mind you I don't care if it's played at the Gabba I don't care where it's played let's just put it this way I'll read some stats. I want the viewers and the listeners to guess. Played first three rounds. Break. Come back. 100 days away from home. In a hub. No home field advantage. Who am I? 
every Victorian team in the AFL. And they still made the grand final. If you're an interstate supporter and you complain ever again, I said this a few weeks ago, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm serious. Just shut up. Oh. You weren't even good enough. You got... Literally. That is mate, you couldn't even have any better than this. Your whole life, mate. You played your whole season at your home ground, pretty much. Uh, if you were, if you were a freaking Queensland team, if you weren't playing at the Gabba, you were playing at Metricon. You had to just drive down the road. <laughs> Come on, uh, this is what I say. Shut up with your excuses. Just shut up and play the game, mate. Oh, it's elite, Dommer. Um, and uh, that—that's—that's that's just that's honestly served for a. Uh, one of these, mate. Uh, absolute, absolute blonder. You like that? You like that? You yeah, like that? You like that? You like that? You like that? Hey, hey, and you know what else? You know who it is this week? I'm not even going to wait. We're, there's nothing else. You know who the Lemon of the week is? Brisbane and Port Adelaide and every interstate team. Give it to them, Source. You are this week. Congratulations. The double coverage. The whole interstate tribe, mate. You're all lemons. You couldn't even get to a granny, mate. When all every single Victorian club was at a disadvantage, that was was your opportunity. Great final this Saturday. Richmond v Geelong at the Gabba. 7.30 start. Night granny. Tips, saucy. Ah, oh, Tigers, mate. Tigers, look. Tigers. Tigers. I'm going to go with Tigers. That's uh, I got. I got to go with them. Um, I've been stuck with them for the last three months, so I'm going to ride it out. We said shut down the league after COVID stopped it because Richmond were going to win it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I do want Geelong to win because I'd like to see Paddy Dangerfield finally get a, 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 a granny. Um. And also, I'd like to see Yablet, one of the greatest players I've ever witnessed personally, um, and probably the the greatest uh, player I'm going to s- potentially see in my lifetime. Who knows? Um, I'd like to see him win and go out on a uh, on on a good note. So, yeah. I'm, with I'm sort, you. I'm I'm with sort, you I'm sort of torn what? between the two, but I'm going to go my uh, my official tip is uh, Richmond Tigers. Uh, my tip is who do I think is going to win Richmond? Who I, who do I want to win Geelong? Yeah. I'm, go, I'm so, going the Tigers by uh, I'm going a nail biter. I'm going four points. Four points. I want a nail biter, Dommer. I want a good grade. Uh, I, wa- I, I want the same. I, I want it within uh, the zero to zero to six. One to six, mate. Zero to six. We just play OT. Uh, from one to six, that's what I wanted there in the points. Um, I'm with you, Sauce. Uh, Gary Ablett, probably the best player I've ever seen play. Uh, I saw Carey on the back end uh, when we won the flag in 99, but best player I've seen, Ablett, next to, of course, Buddy Franklin and Chris Judd are up there as well. But Gary Ablett, probably the best player I've ever seen. Um, To see him go out with a flag... Would complete the fairy tale, other LeBron style, leaving, helping start up a franchise, coming back to the Cats, and ending his career with a flag would be 
I know. Mate, even bring a tear to me, eye, mate. That's that's how much I love the little master. So, all the best to both teams, but go the Cats. That's what we want. We want the Cats to win it. So, we'll cover that. We might even go live, mate, Saturday. Seeing as uh, we have a strict directive uh, not to go watch it with anyone else. So. Okay. <laughs> Lemon! He, he, he can get a lemon as well, mate. Mr. Mr. Like you said, we don't talk we politics don't talk on this show. Lemon! Uh, <laughs> all the best of both teams. Coming up next, uh, F1 News. Two. All right, we're back. This is going to be short, sharp, sweet, and succinct. There you go. You like that word. I'm using big words these days on the podcast. Honiken Grande Premio de Portugal is the Portuguese Grand Prix featuring this weekend, uh, 23rd to the 25th of October. Uh, Land Stroll, just some news, tested positive. He will not race. Expected that Nico Hulkenberg will replace him. And, of course... He tied him two weeks ago. He has the opportunity this week to become the winningest driver in the history of Formula 1. If Lewis Hamilton wins, he eclipses Michael Schumacher's 91 career wins, which he's now sitting equal with, and goes 92-91. So, see what happens there. Portuguese Grand Prix. Stay tuned. That's pretty much it for me. Short and sweet. So, yeah, coming up next, EPL and Champions League. All right, we're back. EPL, back after the after the break, yeah, from play two weeks ago, which we blundered last week, and Champions League was also back. Uh, let's start with the Merseyside derby, shall we? Merseyside derby, mate. What a game! What an absolute cracker of a game! Anyone who, who hasn't had the opportunity to go get some highlights, it was it was good game. Obviously, evident uh, top of the ladder. Uh, Coming up against uh, Liverpool, their arch nemesis. Action from start to finish, Tom. Absolute action from start to finish. Um, Watched the game live and loved every minute of it. It's what the EPL is all about. Uh, Amazing. For anyone out there who hasn't seen, uh, Liverpool actually uh, had had scored the winner. uh, And then uh, shortly after, had it taken away by uh, old mate VAR. Which... You know, whether it was or whether it wasn't, whatever, oh, you know, that, that's the technology. Just like um, you, you don't, you don't in tennis, they go, whatever Hawkeye says, they they go by. Um, same with cricket. Same with cricket, this. you know. Yeah, uh, once you introduce these technologies, you just got to make sure that, that, you know, they're being vetted. That's that's Correct. that's that. Um, you just need to accept it. So, yeah. um, of course, the best the best review system in the world, the AFL. So, that that's... um. That's actually called the PSS, uh, the piece of shit system. So, uh, 
Anyway, that's a, that's a really good one. Uh, but anyway, it was it was a great game. It was a good game. Uh, it, it was. Mane scored real early. Uh, Keane equalised. Then a bit of a blunder from. Uh, that was who was it? Their defender who went to go do this stupid little like backheel flick off a cross, dropped straight to uh, Mohamed Salah, and he uh, finished it for the two-one lead. Then of course. The great man with the great name, Dominic Calvert-Lewis, Lewin, sorry, uh, equalised 2-2 uh, before, as Source said, Sadio Mane, uh, the goal was disallowed. Well, Henderson scored, but Mane was offside yeah, to set up that play. A couple of interesting things. Pickford's challenge on Virgil van Dijk, which ruined my fantasy football team because he had to get surgery and he's done for the season, Virgil van Dijk, his knee. Uh Lucky not to get sent off because it was a uh, it was it was a post post whistle. So the VAR the uh, offside call, not the actual foul. So Pickford stayed on. Uh, hyperextended his knee there. I think he's done some damage. Clearly got some surgery. And then the other challenge, Richarlison, our boy, which we love on this show. Shit hair though with his crappy little blonde tips. Almost snapped Thiago and Alcantara's leg yeah, in half. He didn't have a shin gun. That, that was great. Bad, that was mate. a very good call by the referee. That's a straight oh. red every day of the week. That's really dangerous stuff and just pretty much stupidity, if you ask me. Um, very stupid. He uh, should probably get more than a one match ban, in my opinion, for a challenge yeah, like that. It was, as it they, was, it was, it should probably be two or three. It was bad. You could have ended the season. Well, another Liverpool player could have been done. Completely. If you didn't have the shin guard, there goes the leg. I'm telling you, it snapped in half, mate. It was gone. Clean. All right, next game, Dommer. Uh, obviously, next we game. had uh, Chelsea, Southampton. What an absolute oh. cracker of a game. Well, it was the Timo Werner coming out party with his three goals. Oh, no, two goals? Three goals. He scored three. Two Werner, goals. Werner. Two goals. Uh, Havertz banged one. Uh, Havertz. So there are two new Dominic. signings on the, on the score sheet. But they were, they dominated, and at the same time they were putrid, because they gave away practically all three goals. Yep, for free. Uh, yeah, it was platter, some some comical standard. stuff. Some comical stuff. Um, that was the past. Uh, credit credit to Danny Ings. The bloke is uh, absolutely dominating at the moment. He gets a chance. He, he's more than likely finishing it. So um, he's going. In, he's going in the fantasy this team uh, this week, source Danny Ings. Go All right, you had uh, City versus my boys, Arsenal. Very lacklustre by the Gunners. Um, I, I'm sitting out on the socials, out on uh, Instagram during the week. Um, you know, this is the next step for, for Arsenal Football Club. Um, you know, to be able to contend better against the bigger clubs. Um, I believe in the in the Arteta era, uh, Crystal Palace has had more wins over the, the big six clubs than Arsenal. Uh, so that just tells you where we're at because they're at the end of the day you know whether you like it or not and you're going to have a few teams that mess it up they're the main six that you know come every season that are contending um, you know and, and the main obviously two at the moment being City and, and Liverpool you need to be able to contend and beat those sides and we just can't do that so um, credit to City they, they did enough um, they they looked they looked better than us um, pretty much you know, in the first half and, and throughout the game, um, you know, we could have we could have had a chance to maybe get the draw, 
um, but didn't do enough in that front third. Uh, didn't do enough to, to trouble City on uh, on many There's... occasions. So, uh, albeit, Doma, I will say our defence, uh, the way in our defence and, and structure defensively is a lot better. Um, I mean, under, under Unai Emre, we, we were very, very good at going forward. Very good. But our defence was pathetic. So One, maybe he's yeah. in the view of we really want to fix this defence and then start working on that attacking side of the game. I still think we're missing a bit of creativity in the midfield. Well, so in saying that, I just wanted to talk to you about one player on your team, uh, which really impressed me, uh, Saka. Uh, okay, Saka. Very, very good player. He's going to be something very special, I think, for that club. If you can hold on to him. Uh, it'll be great for the Gunners and for Gunners fans. Um, he shows a lot, man. He's got. It's great when you see young kids that play with no fear, smarts but no fear, like taking on the game, trying to create for his team. It's it's great to watch, and I wish you all the best, and I hope you get to keep him because he's a fantastic, fantastic player. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll just breeze through some of these other games. Sheffield 1-1 with Fulham. Crystal Palace 1-1 with Brighton. Tottenham 3-3 with West Ham. Tottenham scored all three of their goals in the first 12 minutes. West Ham ended the game and scored all their get- crazy goals game. at the end crazy of the game. game. Uh, crazy game, Crazy stuff. And, and the, the, the special Barkley, one, Mourinho, yeah. would not be happy. Let's just say Oh, that. no, he would not be happy. His team just put on a clinic and they just couldn't even hold them off. Uh, Aston Villa remained second. Ross Barkley, 91st minute winner. The scenes at that game was crazy. Uh, West Brom, Burnley, 0-0. Leeds lost our boys to the Wolves, 1-0. And we'll finish off with my boys, Manchester United this week. They played like Manchester United this week. Manchester United. It's nice to say that, Doma. Manchester United. Two wins in a week? What? Manchester United. I said it. I can't believe it. I will get back to United. Uh, Your boy, we dominated this game. Yeah, Bruno is a freak. We dominated them. We actually scored five times in this game as we scored uh, Newcastle's goal for them. Uh, De Gea made some humongous saves. He was phenomenal. Destroyed them everywhere. It was like 28 shots to six in favor of United. Possession was like 68% to 32. We just destroyed them. Uh, much better play. Now that leads me. We'll get into next week's fixtures for uh, the Premier League in just a sec. We'll quickly jump over to uh, today's games in the Champions League. Juventus beat Dinamo 2 0. Club Bruges 2 1 over Zenit. Barca won 5 1 against, let's try this, Fredan Kvaros. Chelsea 0 0 with Sevilla. That was at Stanford Bridge. Lazio beat Dortmund 3 1. Big surprise. Lepschik beat Istanbul 2 0. Reigns beat Krasnodar. Oh, sorry, they drew 1 1. And Manchester United beat PSG 2 1. And guess what? We beat them 2 1, but we scored three times because we scored an own goal. We actually kicked three goals. We've kicked eight goals, two for the opposition in two games. Now, I've got a little bit of a theory behind this. Uh, I told Source I had a theory. I didn't tell him what it was. I said I'd reveal it on the show. The theory is this. We start one mutter and guys like Fred 
Donny van der Beek, DVB, has to start. I don't know why he's coming off the bench. I understand. But he's good because he picks up the pace. He's good. This is my theory. As outlandish and ridiculous as it might sound to any Manchester United supporter or any EPL supporter, the difference in the last two games, pace of play, attacking will be fine today when we played against PSG. We played more counter-attacking. But the flow was there. Number one difference. Number six for Manchester United, which I don't rate, started on the bench twice and he came off the bench. That being Paul Pogba. Now, I say this because when Paul Pogba starts, we play everything through him and he plays a slow brand of football as he looks lazy most of the time, as he is lazy, as a lazy player. That's what he is. He's lazy. That's fact. If you want to rebut that with me, by all means. You can freaking do that. He succeeded in uh, Juventus because the way they played. We played everything through him. He's slow. But when we have these attacking guys like Mata that move the ball on, when you can bring Pogba on to the pitch, he has no choice but to go with the flow of the game. Because if he doesn't go with the flow of the game, what happens? He sticks out like a sore thumb. If you stick out like a sore thumb, you look like the weak link. And when you look like the weak link at Manchester United, what happens? You never fucking play again. Simple as that. So he comes off the bench and he plays the pace of the game and he's looking much, much better because now he's accountable for the way he plays. He's not starting. The privilege of starting for one of the best football clubs in the world has now been taken away from him. This is what it produces. Two victories on the trot. Still don't trust Solskjaer, yet to be like Solskjaer and the team need to prove to me as a as a fan. But you're now calling him Manchester United, not Shithouse United. Yeah, so I'm back well back on the bandwagon as they say. But uh, <laughs> next week's uh, actually what do we got? Yeah, next week's games in the EPL. What do we got? Not NFL. We want EPL. What do you got them up here, Donald. Don't worry. Go, go for it. All right, next week's games. Uh, uh, first, first, first kicking off uh, the 24th for, for, for us here in Australia. Um, you got Aston Villa versus Leeds. This will be a cracking game. Get excited. Uh, West Ham, Man City, Fulham, Crystal Palace, Man United versus Chelsea. Tune into that one. Oh. Liverpool, oh. Sheffield United, Southampton, Everton, Wolverhampton, Wanderers versus Newcastle United. Arsenal versus Leicester City, Brighton Hove Albion, West Bromwich Albion, Burnley, and Tottenham. There you go. Well, look forward to those. Uh, oh, coming up next, bit of UFC, saucy. UFC action. Good punch chance. Bang, massive car. Coming up next. Massive. All right, we're back. UFC, Saucy, give us this week's card and then give us a bit of a rev up. All right, ladies we, and gents. We got something this week. Ladies and gents, oh, oh. Uh, we'll just run through, the, obviously, the, the main the main card. We'll talk over it. 
couple of fights which I which I tuned into. Uh, featherweight division, you had Jonathan Martinez uh, getting the victory, third round decision over Thomas Almeida. Welterweight division, uh, James Krause uh, defeating Claudio Silva, third round decision. Uh, light heavyweight, you had our boy Jimmy Crute uh, with the knockout <laughs> in the first round against Mod. Modestus Bukakis. And let me just tell you, he absolutely finished him. Uh, good night, lights out. Tune into that. If you haven't seen a replay, you tune into that. Uh, Jimmy Crute was... It was large. It was, it was so clean. Um, the knockout, yeah. But, and also when he knocked him out, there was uh, uh, super respects played by Jimmy Crute. So... Um, in, in terms of he, I did say yeah, that. he, he, he uh, you know, he knocked him out, got around, tapped him on the shoulder. Um, but great win, uh, jumped out the cage and uh, shook Dana White's hand. So hopefully, big things to come. It seems as though uh, him and Dana got a little bit of connection going on there, and uh, hopefully Jimmy Crute can move his way up in that light heavyweight division, as we know, uh, uh, with Johnny Bond Jones uh, out of that division, op- really opens it up, really opens up. Uh, Women flyweight, you had Jessica Andrade defeated Caitlin Chuk again in with a KO in the first round, and then the main event featherweight division: Brian Ortega versus Chung Sung Jung, the Korean zombie, and Brian Ortega five round decision. What a fight that was! Uh, what a fight! Um, I, Ortega was the better fighter. Uh, when you got to the five rounds, you you knew. He was, he was going to win the fight. Um, Chan Sung Jung, Korean zombie, he, he, he stood in there, um, kept coming forward. He's a courageous fighter. Um, did go on the record after the fight saying he can't remember any of the last two rounds um, because I believe in the third round he copped a spinning back elbow and it cut him above wow. his eye. Um, and he has no reco- recollection of the last two rounds. So he said after the fight he, he doesn't remember them. Um, so he was affected. He was affected. Um, well, clearly. So the fact that he was able to, to to fight another two rounds after copping a spinning back elbow, that's a credit to Korean Zombie and, and his uh, his toughness. Um, I mean, we shouldn't really be questioning any of these people that are jumping into that ring. Really, they they're all tough in my book. They're um, all tough, they're all, they're all tough. So, uh, great bout. Yeah, if you if you get a chance, uh, tune in, uh, find find uh, tune in on UFC fight uh, fight pass, or or along the realms of the internet if you can find. I'm working on camera for those uh, listening out there, um, and, and and give it a tune in now, Doma. Here we no. go. <laughs> this we, is what we've been waiting months we for. We run through this UFC. We were just giving the quick results, but this is what we want, mate. This, this is going to be extensive co- coverage uh, uh, next week because you got. Oh yeah, bloody UFC earth. two five four. Khabib versus Justin Gaethje. Massive. And the co-main event. That's the main event. The co-main event. Uh, I'm going to announce this one second. Uh, look, obviously. We've got our boy, Robert Whittaker, uh, against Jared Kanier. So, we'll, uh, they're the main two. I'm not even going to run through the other ones. Obviously, tune in. I will Actually, I'm going to say this one because you know I love the heavyweights, Dommer. So, uh, you got Alexander Volkov versus Walt Harris. Hey, yeah. That's, uh, that's yeah. going to be a good matchup. Um, Volkov, 
tough. I like the way he Ten fights. Um, and Walt Harris, ha- ha- haven't seen him much, but... We love the big we boys. We love the big mate. boys. As I said, we love the big boys. And there is a, there is another one. There's a lot heavyweight bout, which is uh, also on the on the main card. Um, Magomed Anikolev versus Eon Kutulaba. So you you definitely want to tune in for those. But it's all about the top two, the main event. Um Robert Whitaker, Jared Cronier. Our boy Robbie Whitaker is going to get the job done. He, he wants that. He wants, that, he wants that return. Uh, and Khabib versus Justin Gaethje. And well, this game, oh, this game, this fight is yeah, huge. It's a unification of the belts. Yep. Uh, it's going to be massive. Massive. So this look, is massive. Absolutely huge. My prediction is Khabib just does what he does to everyone. Uh, he wears him down. Um, he, you know, he shows that he's going to fight you up. Standing, but still, there's not been one person that he's not been able to get to the ground. And once he gets you to the ground, that's it. It's just slow, mate. It's, it's just slow it, and painful. It's, a, sl- it's just, a slow and painful demise, literally. He just hacks away. Oh, hacks away. Hacks away. Boop. We're looking forward. It's gonna to be a good. It, it's gonna be a good matchup. Huge. It's huge. Absolutely huge. Massive. Great matchup. Uh, bit of other news, just quickly. Uh, Connor, Mr. I retire 25 times, McGregor. He's going to fight uh, Poirier at uh, Jerry's World. Well, that's where he wants to fight him, at Jerry's World in Dallas in Cowboy Stadium. Uh, he said once again, it's his comeback fine, then he wants to go fight um, Manny Pacquiao after that. He wants to go back to boxing and make another billion dollars. Anyway, that's news on him. All about that. <laughs> Dollar, dollar, hey! <laughs> legit, all about the dollar. <laughs> Proper twelve Irish whiskey. <laughs> Proper twelve. Proper <laughs> twelve Irish whiskey. Get that in you. <laughs> I like to thank absolutely nobody. The double champ does whatever the fuck he wants. That's Connor for you. Very nice. Coming up next, NFL. Stay tuned. Oh, we're back. NFL. I've had to revert to the phone to do this as uh, experienced some lag in the last segment when I was trying to open up some uh, windows to go through the games. But we'll go through it. Week six, uh, Texans, Titans. Uh, Titans got the win in OT over the Texans. Uh, Colts, Bengals, your boy. Your boys, the Colts beat your boy, Joey Burrow. I love Joey Burrow, and I, uh, and I, and I did just pick up a. Just last week, I picked up a nice uh, Joey Burrow mosaic rookie oh, card. Very so nice. Just the very nice. Out there. You know, I've been talking about him. I've watched him a few games. I really do like. I, I really like do that. like Joey Burrow. Um, I like obviously, that. I'll, I'll probably look at maybe getting some uh, some other of the other variations. Obviously, Prism's the main 
main one that people yeah. chase. But I just thought, look, from what they were what they were selling at when the when the product first came out, which was something ridiculous, um, I think over a hundred USD or something stupid, which was just dumb. Um, I think they're down to like twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So I picked up one. Just just one. Nice. Well, you threw no TDs in this game. Um, one interception. Uh, T. Higgins was great. Another rookie to look out for if you're trying to buy and sell this season. Uh, Philip Rivers and the Colts were too good. Next up, the Forbidden Falcons in Saucy's book when it comes to his bets beat our boy. Kirk Cousins. Did you like that? <laughs> what? You, like that? <laughs> you like that? You like that? You like that? You like that? You know what I love? Every, every single, single week. week. Three, three TDs, three interceptions. QBR, 28.2. Surely he's averaging under 50 for a QBR. Sorry, under 40. Surely. He has to be. He has to be. He's just stunk it up this season. Stunk it up. The Vikings lost to the Falcons. Matty Ice Cold went back to Matty Ice in the clutch. Four TDs, no interceptions. Put on a clinic. Got the job done. The Vikings and the the Falcons are very, very similar teams. Very similar. In the sense that, you know, they they can blow it all up. Or they could come out and put it all together. And you, you, you oh, genuinely don't know what you're going to get. Like, think about this. The Falcons gave up two massive leads in the fourth quarter two weeks in a row. They win both those games. Uh, Doma, they're sitting three and three. I mean, it doesn't look as bad. But now they're one oh, and five. Oh, I agree. I agree. So... Been terrible. Next up, we had uh, Denver with the upset on New England. Massive upset. New, I mean, uh, two and three. New England, dollar twenty-two. Essentially, uh, massive upset on the bookies. end, let's just say uh, they would have oh, been loving this... that the bookies because uh, no one would have had uh, Broncos to win. That's for sure. There was uh, no TDs thrown in this game. Uh, two interceptions by Cam Newton with his QBR of twenty. Kirk Cousins style, and uh, Drew Locke, the rookie. Two interceptions with his QBR of a 19.7. This was just the absolute this toilet bowl would, at would, its fine. This it would be would have been a, a horrendous game to watch. Didn't tune in, just watched the highlights. I'm glad I didn't watch it. Uh, that that's, it would have been an absolute eyesore. Imagine you watch that game live, sitting there for three hours watching that trash. I know, I know. Next up, we're not even going to go through it. Giants versus Washington. There's no interest there. But the Ravens played the Eagles. The Giants won Uh, by one point. Giants won. Giants won. Uh, The Ravens played the Eagles, beat them by two. Uh, Eagles are starting to pick it up a little bit. They're starting to play some better better football. I know they got their injuries, but it's a shit division they're in. Their division's open, Doma. I know they won four and one, but... Anything can happen. Yeah, their division is open. And, you know, don't forget that they they, they got that uh, draw... So, uh, I mean, that's better than a loss. It's better than a loss. And I reckon, honestly, seven wins could win this division, Doma. Seven, eight wins, and you 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 could win this division. This division is a disgrace to football. That's how bad it is. It is. Uh, Next up, the Steelers stay unbeaten. 
slapping. Hey, the Steelers are rolling. Baker, I'm Baker, loving it. Baker Mayfield. Um, there was a senior graphic throughout the week. Oh, the Steelers have only beat this team, this team, and this team, and they're all they're all shit teams. Like, don't get me wrong, they're all shit teams. Um, but if I'm if I'm not forgetting, Doma, um, the Browns were uh, on a four game winning streak coming into this one, um, and well, they they only scored seven points and got absolutely destroyed. So they got destroyed. The Steelers have now beat you know. Well, supposedly a, a decent team, a decent team uh, considering that they, they were 4-1 and one coming into the week, four wins on the trot. But on the flip side, I, I like the Steelers. I like how they're going, and I think if they can stay somewhat healthy, they can, they've can. got a chance. They've got a chance this year. No, um, they're playing yeah. well. They're playing well. Um, playing it's the, and it's yeah. their defense, Dommer. Their defense is back to that elite level. They are a top five defense in the league, and that's that's what you can need. That's what you need. Uh, defense matters. Um, defense is amazing, and because of that defense, uh, it got Baker Mayfield subbed out of the game for Case Keenum. That's exactly what I was uh, about to say, Tomer. And on the flip side, uh, the Browns, we've seen, uh, I sent out on the socials um, that, you know, we've seen what happened when they came up against an elite defense in week one. Uh, they scored seven points or, or something like that in week one against the Ravens. Uh, and now facing uh, their next essentially elite defense in terms of statistical uh, statistically on the season, the Steelers. Well, we've seen what happened again. Uh, seven points. So the, the discrepancy in that Cleveland team. Uh, when it's all going well, it's going so so well. Uh, when it's going bad, it's going so 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 bad. So uh, there, there, there's no in between. Um, there's, I, I just feel that they're, they're not a team that can can get results when they're not playing their best football. Baker Mayfield was great. Had a QBR of 5.5. Just wanted to let you know that, mate. 5.5. Lemon! Uh, <laughs> that was, that's worth a lemon straight there. And you got subbed out of the game, buddy. And you got subbed out. And subbed out for Case Keenum. Uh, next up, Chicago. Who? Who did you get subbed out for? Case Keenum. Who? <laughs> Who the hell's Case Keenum? Isn't he like a third string backup? He used to be the QB for uh, the Vikings. That's who uh, our boy, you like that? Kirk Cousins replaced. At the moment, Case Keenum's like, you like that? I'm playing at a better team. <laughs> anyway, uh, Chicago extend their uh, record to 5-1, and one, beating they the, beat the, Panthers. the Carolina Panthers. They beat the Panthers. So... Very interesting. Nick Foles is getting going through the motions there. Beat the Panthers. Uh, the Lions finally broke their losing <laughs> losing streak against Jacksonville Jags. So we're not even going to get into that. It's not even worth noting. Uh, but the Dolphins uh, shut out the Jets. Jets are struggling. Fitzmagic did Fitzmagic stuff as per usual. But the good news is um, Tua Tungavailoa is going to start next, uh, this week, coming for the Dolphins. So the rookie will get his first look at a full NFL game. He did come on in that Jets game in the last quarter for a couple of snaps. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting, great. A whole new era for Dolphins football, and, and hopefully... you got Fitzmagic as backup, who's been proven to be a decent... Yeah, he's been, he's been good. He's been, he's been really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Next up, Packers versus Buccaneers. This is an interesting result, Dommer. Real interesting result. Oh, man. This caught me off guard. Really off guard. Um, as you know, our boy, 
Colin Coward um, did come out and said that uh, it's Baller Brady versus Runaway Rogers. Um, he interesting stat is uh, Rogers like as soon as he goes down, he doesn't come back and win games. He just loses. Yeah, he, Colin reckons he can come from from behind and win, but he chooses not to. To uh, I don't know. It's just interesting. He got slapped around. Uh, Hears just looked unreal. Brady Sacked looked fantastic. Times, in this uh, game. On the flip side, what did I say last week, Dommer? When you can protect Tom Brady, he's so elite. What did what oh. what 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 did they not do last week against Chicago? They didn't protect him. They allowed Khalil Mack to dominate. Uh, you know, they didn't double-team Khalil Mack, and they were able to get pressure on Brady. This week, no pressure, zero sacks, QBR of 96.1 for, for, for the GOAT, um, and he just picked them apart. Uh, obviously, Aaron Rodgers didn't help himself, uh, throwing two picks. I believe he even threw a pick six. Um, he did. So... Interesting, really, really interesting. Um, both these teams, uh, what the Packers were unbeaten coming into this one. Uh, Tampa Bay coming off a, a loss uh, to to the Bears, but this Tampa Bay defense is really, really good. You got you got to think, um, ladies and gents. Here's a Green Bay side um, that in the weeks prior put up thirty points, thirty-seven points, forty-two points, yep. and forty-three points. Uh, then they were hold, held to 10 points. They slapped. And slapped. They got slapped around, mate. They got slapped around. So. For three hours, they just got slapped around, mate. That, that's really impressive and and, and exciting to see. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the way they bounce back. And the biggest thing for them, for me there was they addressed their mass biggest issue, which was from last week, which was. Defense. No, defense, oh, no, defense. Off, offensive, offensive, offensive line, and protecting line. the quarterback by not allowing any sacks on Brady. It's what you got to do. One hundred percent. They were much better. You called it. They said they had to be better. They didn't. And look, they got they just slapped around Green Bay for three hours. Next up, uh, after his uh, one point seven QBR last week, he uh, must have seen that the double coverage crew over here gave him uh, the lemon of the Le week, Mon and he came Blake. back with these uh, 90.4 QBR with three TDs in a massive win. Give me a pause. Francisco. I'm going to give you a pause for that, Dom, because, you know, it's one thing to, to, to have a, a shite game. It's how you rebound, uh, as there's always another week in, in professional sports. And you don't you don't really rebound much better than that, do you? No, no, he was, he was fantastic. Elite. Elite. He went from the mon to... Averaging eight eight yards, eight goat. yards a throw. Um, you know, nearly, nearly, what, just two yards uh, two yards shy of a first down average throwing yards uh, on, the, on the evening. Um, they moved the ball on the ground so nice, 122 yards on the ground. Um, it, was, it was great. No, it was good. It was great. Really good. Great win, massive win for San and, Francisco. And, good, yeah, good, uh, good win against against the Ram, a Rams side who have shown to, to give some give teams difficulties. One hundred percent. The last two games were Kansas City against the Buffalo Bills. So Bills now record four and two. Kansas City extend to five and one. 
good win. My homeboy, two TDs, QBR 81.4. Kelsey was big. Robinson was big. Uh, Clyde Hilaire Edwards, the rookie, rushed for 161 yards, which was fantastic. My boy, Josh Allen, two TDs, one pick. I only went for 122 yards. Uh, I'll just say this. My boy struggling. For the Buffalo Bills defense, um, give up 245 yards rushing to any team, you are going to lose. 100%. Let alone the Kansas City Chiefs. Because what that does, by allowing them to move the ball so easily along the ground... Um, it opens up that uh, the play action. Uh, and my homeboy. And, well, you know, uh, one of the top three quarterbacks in the league. Um, you don't want to be doing that. Uh, when, you know what he does. You don't want to be doing that because uh, the bloke would just pick you apart, and like he did. I mean, Doma, 21 of 26 completed. He only accepted 26 passes. He completed 21 of them. Unbelievable. That's great stuff. That's great. Uh, they were good. Uh, nice win for Kansas City, and they got a nice uh, early Christmas present in Le'Veon Bell coming down to the club to play uh, this week against the Jets. So he leaves the Jets, and he plays the Jets, and he's going to slap them around for and three hours. And they're going to put him uh, in there. He's going to score some touchdowns. And, uh, Just going to rush around and love his life for three hours. Yeah, get I'll some TDs. So, I'll like be so said. interested to see uh, what, yeah. what, what the line is on that, Dommer. Yeah, uh, far what, out. What, what the line is on it. And it... <laughs> I'll uh, I'll have it. I'll have a quick look for. Uh, the final game while you're looking that up was Arizona against the abysmal Dallas Cowboys. They beat them by 28. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, two TDs in this. Kenyon Drake was massive. Uh, Cowboys. Uh, Andy Dalton struggled. Uh, Zeke had two fumbles for two turnovers. That was just all over the shop. They look an absolute shambles at the moment. Um, what are you going to do? They've got to bounce back this week and hopefully uh, get the job done. Yeah, in two weeks, they've earned some, Dommer. And then this, oh, this, two this weeks. Week, sorry, sorry. This week, the, the, Chief, the Chiefs uh, actually versed the Broncos. So, and Broncos, you've got the Jets, uh, Jets are playing the Bills, so they're probably going to get slapped by the Bills. Yeah, they'll get slapped. Uh, I'll, we'll quickly just run through it. It's Giants-Eagles this week, Lions-Falcons, Browns-Bengals, Steelers-Titans. Panthers, Saints, Bills, Jets, Cowboys, Washington, Packers, Texans, Seahawks, Cardinals, Chiefs, Broncos, 49ers, Patriots, Jaguars, Chargers, Buccaneers, Raiders, which will be a nice game to watch. And to finish off the week, Bears, Rams. All right, before we move on, Sox, you had a nice, nice week. Return, Dommer. I returned in the bets. Very, 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 very happy. Very happy. Four and one. Uh, we'll just run off a few, few. Uh, we'll run off the bets. So I went four and one. I had five bets, five suggested bets. I had Titans minus three uh, on the line. Uh, I took that for two percent. Then I had uh, Steelers minus three on the line. Took that for one percent. Then I had a multi uh, Ravens minus six into Patriots win for two percent. That lost. Uh, then I had a, a, another multi with uh, for one percent, which was Miami to score uh, six and a half points or more. In the first quarter, um, 
They did that. They scored a TD, uh, a converted TD. Uh, TD. Uh, Ravens plus three and Titans plus seven and a half. So just moved those lines to booster up the odds. Won that. Then I had another multi, which was uh, Steelers plus six. So obviously they, 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 I probably could have just put them in there at the line and, and boost it up. But, you know, that's... I just try and move the needle, try and get the odds over $2 and then lay the percent. So that's what I try to do. Um, and it's just taking that safety net. Uh, and then the Colts win and Miami win, Miami being my banker of the week. Um, probably should have just put that in the other one uh, if I was so confident in that instead of uh, the Patriots. But in the end, I got ruined by the, the Ravens. But that took me 4-1 and one on the week. Now, that, that brings us to 17-11 uh, and 11 on the season. Uh, in, in, in out of bets, and that brings us into an ROI of 12.3% on the season, uh, meaning that, you know, whatever your investment started with, you'd be up 12.3%. So, you know, had you started with uh, $100, you'd be up $12.30. Had you started with $1,000, you'd be up, uh, you know, uh, $120.30. And had you started with $10,000, you would be up uh, $1,200. So essentially, that's how it works. I'm hoping, I'm hoping my goal by the end of the season, if I can get that up above 20% uh, into 30%, I will consider that a successful season, as do most punters um, and long-term punters. They try to look for that sort of 30% ROI. So I'm hoping if I can get that, this is the, sort of the first time I've tracked my bets in this manner. If I can get that up over 20% by the end of the season, I will be stoked, Dom. Ripper. Well, stay tuned for Saucy's tips coming up, usually tomorrow yeah, on I'll, Thursdays. Yeah, I'll be going them. I post them on Thursday, and then I like... I, um, I add them to the highlights, and then I'll reshare. If I forget to reshare on a Sunday evening and you're thinking about a punt, let me know. Um, DM us. I have got them saved. It's just I've probably forgotten to reshare them or put them up. Let, it, let me know, and I'll, I'm more than happy to uh, put them up again or just DM back to you. So Very nice. And also remember, as usual, gamble responsibly. All right, coming up next, Hobby Talk. We've got a little bit to get into and some fun like this it. week. Some ripping. We're going to rip some packs, mate. Let's do it. Awesome. Up next. All right. Coming up next. All right, we're back. Hobby talk. Uh, we'll get straight into it. Industry Summit was on this week, uh, and Panini released their 2021 uh, calendar for their products, which is great. So we've got some dates we can give to you. So in January, on the 13th, Hoops. 20th, we have Certified. 27th, Don Russ. Then February, we have, on the 10th, Revolution. And 24th, Absolute. In March, we have Prism on the 3rd, which will be the most sought-after product as it usually is. Yeah, um, people, people, on, that Doma, people on that Doma are unhappy. They're not happy that they're bringing it out later. later. Um, and in that case, it will be two months into the season. Um, very season, very yeah. hard to get on sleepers in that Prism set. By that time, most of the, the yeah. guys out of the draft will have played quite a few games and you'll know who's good, who's not. Um, and, 
you know, uh, you'll sure. miss your opportunity. Like at the start of the season when I was able to, you know, pick up Tyler Hero super cheap because no one thought he was going to be any good. And then, you know, once he started to ball, he started to go up. Uh, Kobe yeah. White, same thing with, happened with him. I picked up his cards. Uh, and then towards the end of the season or before it got shut down, he went on an amazing run and his cards got a, a crazy run up and they've sort of stayed up a bit higher than uh, what they could have been. So a uh, few guys out there aren't happy about that, but stuff it. Uh, it just, it is what it is. It's just me. It is what it is. It's just me. Mate, they just... Yeah, maybe it just means what, you need to buy mean, some mate? other sets uh, that aren't prison. Like, uh, hoops, <laughs> hoops with the uh, history in the hobby could be a possibility and a Donruss, which is has been very, very popular. Uh, so there's options there. Those are probably the two best. Uh, going into the Prism launch on the 3rd of March. Then on the 10th, seven days later, Origins. Then on the 24th, Contenders. On the 31st, Crown Royale. Then April, we get Donruss Optic on the 14th, uh, Impeccable on the 28th. And then we hit May, where we have Select on the 12th and Noir on the 26th. Then into June, we have the final three products that have been announced to date. So we've got Corkings on the 2nd, National Treasures on the 16th, and Mosaic reappears on the 30th of June, which this this year was a massive product. It was very popular, Mosaic. Uh, some nice cards, which we will actually be ripping uh, very shortly. So... What are your thoughts on that, mate? You're getting excited. Draft class isn't meant to be as strong. Uh, do you think with that Prism launch, potentially, it could be a bit of a raise in price retail-wise? Not like a massive jump. It could be maybe $30. Um, I, I, look, I, I think I, I'll, be I'll, interested, I'll be interested to see what's, what happens. Um, I think... I think... I believe uh, Panini's going to take a bit more of a cut somewhere along the line. They're going to—they're wanting to get a bit more of the cut. I think they're doing a bit more um, straight releases from their direct from Panini direct to the public. Um, you know, releasing product like that. I think you're going to see more of that sort of stuff. Um, I potentially see more more sales direct from their site. Um, obviously, you're going to have those retail products which are going to sit in in places. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether box prices are going to come down or, or not come down. Um, it's an unknown. People were thinking, oh, the draft class is not as strong, so they're going to come down. But you also got to remember, um, ladies and gents, no. we are at all-time precedented demand for basketball cards, um, all-time high of people within this hobby. Um, you now got, you know, uh, for the record out there, I. You know, I do buy and and sell sneakers here and there when I can get my hands on some. Uh, I do not bot, so I, I don't go down that route. But when I'm able to sort of manually buy them and flip them, um, I do. So that uh, means that I'm sort of in a, a group uh, in regards to sneaker flipping. And uh, what's actually popped up in that group is a <laughs> a uh, card flipping section, uh, and they are talking about. Uh, card botting so ladies and gentlemen uh sorry to break it to you but there are now uh people out there using the same sort of methods what they use to buy up all the sneaker stock to now buy up online uh basketball card stock uh so shit's gonna get crazy we can talk 
Yeah, I think we um, next week. I think we should uh, in hobby talk. You can give uh, the viewers and listeners a bit of a rundown on what botting is and how efficiently and effective it is for a user to get their hand on product um, compared to the well, normal convenience style of going on and clicking in and trying to secure it in your cart. So I think you give a bit of a rundown I'll, next I'll, week. I'll, and I think I'll go into, just be I'll go into it in away. depth and, 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 and explain to you, look, I, I'm familiar with it. Um, I mean, the bots that, that do these functions aren't cheap. So there is a bit of an initial setup cost. But once you've got that uh, that initial setup cost, the, the, the scary thing is uh, all these sneaker guys, they already have these bots. So all they need to do is just um, add the monitors to the sites that sell the, the cards, and then they've already got the bots that, that can can do these uh, things. They just need to write a bit. Because like, the bots only work on certain sites, they will just write you know another little bit of code within the bot that will then now allow it to work on the other side yeah. well the, the the developer will update the, the bot and be like oh we can now buy stuff from this this and this site and they'll be all card sites so um and that's essentially how it works so it's crazy, it's, stuff. It's crazy and that's stuff. how i reckon that's that's a part that's going to ruin the hobby of anything <laughs> just botting and taking product away from people uh we don't do it we don't condone doing it but it's uh a harsh reality unfortunately but we'll get into it a bit more next week all right bit of fun um, do you want to go first? Do you want to open up that uh, special pack you got oh, on? We go. We're going to open up some packs, ladies and gentlemen. So, I mean, obviously, I got me sleeves, got a few top loaders just in case I actually get anything good. Now, I don't know if this is going to be any good. Now, people say, "Fuck, don't open score." Scores a, it's a shit product in terms of football cards. Score twenty. Uh, when I'm sh- showing up on the, the screen. But a score twenty. It's got that. What are we going to get, Herbert? My boy, CD Lamb, Jerry Judy. So we'll open it up. I mean, I got this for free. Actually, shout out to uh, Cahill Cards. Write that one there, down there, Dommer. Cahill oh, Cards bang. on the breaks on Instagram. Uh, he gave that. I entered in one of his breaks and got a pack for free. Amazing stuff. Like, couldn't believe I was getting bang. free stuff. I was happy about it. I was happy about it. Bang. All right, here, here we, we go. go. Here we go. First up, Miles Garrett. Got a Miles Garrett. Good player. Not bad. Nice cards. Not bad. Uh, second up, we've got a Preston Williams. My boys. Dolphins. Dolphins. From the Dolphins. And we got a Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins, Philadelphia good. Eagles. Good player. Team shit. Good player. Oh, I don't you need I a bit of pack luck here, these cards. I mean... They're made by Panini, Dommer, so they are an officially licensed product. They do have the, uh, they do look a little bit like Don Ross. They do. They do look like Don Ross. Good I mean, creativity there, Panini. Yeah, as we know, Panini <laughs> is super creative with their, with their designs. Here we go. What do you got here? Hunter Henry. Here we from go. the Chargers. Yeah, Hunter Henry, yeah. Oh, come on. We want something big. We need some pack lock for saucy. Kevin Coleman. San Francisco. Stephen Gilmore from the, the Patriots. It's and gold. Is that gold? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not a number or anything. It's just, just a... Uh, Probably just an 
insert variation. Yeah, insert variation card. probably card. Game face. Here we go. Here's an insert. My best, my best oh, card. Just thus far. Just eat it up, mate. Zeke. He's hungry. Zeke. He's hungry for fumbles. <laughs> in the zone, here's another uh, insert card. In the zone, Michael Thomas. Oh, there he is. Not bad. And yeah, not, not bad looking cards. Oh, I've got a few more here. What do we got? We got Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, here we go. I got a, here we go. I got a few rookie cards here. Come on. What's this? Herbert. Pittman Jr. Ah, okay. So th that's probably why these aren't in demand as much, Dommer, because it's what I see. It's um, uh, okay. The rookie cards are in their college, college uniform. That's why college. people don't like these. Okay. AJ Green. Uh, AJ Green. Rookie. Plays with Bengals. And um, Colin Johnson. Rookie. So three, three rookies in Wouldn't the pack. Okay. Texas there. Texas, yeah. Texas. Not too bad. I mean, always going to open it. Got it free. Why not? Score 2020. Oh. I mean, I, I I see why people wouldn't want them because the, the, the players, the rookie players aren't in their uniform. But hey, whatever. I'm excited here. Well, listen, these came from the States, apparently. So if you watched uh, Saucy's Collectibles, he opened a few from... Uh, down under here, and he got jack shit. Yeah, these and we're a bit shattered for all sorts. bloke found him at Walmart. These are some, water these are some uh, Luke of the Dawn, United States of America packs right here. So I'm going to try my luck. Now, I said to Source, I'm going to feel a bit bad if uh, I pull something. But as you know, the double coverage family over here, we, are, we love each other, and we're happy no matter what we get. Now... I could potentially lose my shit here if I pull something. Uh, I don't have pull luck at all. Uh, it'd be good if we got a gold. No gold. The most elite. Oh. Probably. Oh. Imagine. This is a good. This is a good way to start. Your boy. Bit of Jaron Jackson Jr. Jaron Jackson, champion. Gun. He's gonna be a gun. It's gonna be a gun, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you. Get on him. Bojan Danovic. Did not play in the bubble. Didn't play in the bubble. Indiana missed him. Yeah. He's a spud, if I've ever seen one. No, I mean, Utah. Sorry. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. Uh, I hate hearing that name because it just makes me think that the Lakers drafted him over Tatum. I'm going to put the insert at the back and we'll uh, go with uh, Tremont Waters from the Boston Celtics. That's, Celtics. That's my pack. rookie. That's his rookie in the pack. Got the greatest center in the NBA, in the greatest defensive team in the NBA, PJ Tucker. <laughs> and we got an insert here, give and go, of Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. So, let's be honest, that was shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> we don't sugarcoat it. We don't sugarcoat it. That, that sugarcoat was terrible. Um, yeah. Look. Give me a Zion Gold or something. Oh. Yeah, you want a Genesis, cool. mate. You want a Genesis. Could run down this street naked. Not many people want to see that, but oh, we've got a green in here. I think. I don't know if they get a Genesis oh. in there. I think maybe it's only in the hobby product. All right, D'Angelo Russell. He doesn't. He doesn't play for them anymore. 
KCP, world champion for the Lakers. In the finals. Oh, that's yuck. Paul Millsap. This has got me on tilt here. Green for the Utah Jazz. Jordan Clarkson. Now, the next card I'm very happy with, to be honest. Got game. Insert. My boy, Bradley Beal. I'll take that. I'll just chuck that in my PC, that one. Sleeve it up. And my rookie on debut, PJ Washington. I like PJ Washington. I like him. Now, we've got our pink pack. Finish it off. Please, come on, man. My, my pack luck stinks just as much as yours, bro. Yeah. Honestly, packs I've actually ripped myself. I haven't hit anything good this year. The last card here is definitely going on my PC. OG Ananobi. I didn't look at the card. Nicholas Batu. And the man that LeBron James is chasing, Hall of Fame pink, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Dang. I'll take that. That's the best card I've got in all this. So I'll sleeve these up while Saucy tries to get some pack like going on. Right. I'm having my own mosaic pack. Here we go, ladies and gents. Sports Here we go. We'll rip one. We'll rip some stuff tonight. We got... A fun hobby talk. I mean, obviously, over the last few weeks, we had a few uh, sour hobby talks and drilling a few people that we thought, let's bring it back what it's all about, ripping some packs. Mosaic trading cards. uh... Here we go. Nicholas Batum. Well, this is just going to go on the sale pile. If anyone wants him, hit me up. (laughs) Nicholas Batum. RG and an OB. Cody Zella. Sauce is a pro, yo. I've no idea that. The Manya. Manya. They're stuck together, man. Oh, this is a special pack then. It's uh... CP3. Nice. CP3. Nice. Clark's and one embarrassment this card is. Alfred Payton. Old Alfred. Old mate Jam Masters, uh, Spud Webb. Jam Masters and my rookie in the pack, which, you know, I bought a few of him, but I, I don't know how much. How much time he's going to get next season, or if he's going to get traded? Jordan Poole from uh, the Golden State Warriors. Very nice. So, this is what we got. Obviously, we, we save the pink till last. Save the pink till last. I mean, these cards are nice, but I, I still, I'm, I'm still, still yet to to know whether it's going to hold hold its value. In the long term. Got some nice Pelicans players. I mean, it's always players. good to hit the goat, isn't it, Dommer? Oh, so we'll take that. It's always, 
It's always good to hit the go. I'll, t I'll definitely take that. All right, that's, that's getting uh, I'll, I'll add that to the to the potential uh, grading pile, and uh, grade up some of these low end LeBrons like that. People love grading stuff. Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Very nice. See a green in here, Dom. I see a green. See some green sparkles. Will Barton. Better be better. I hope it's better than bloody um. Oh, who do I get? Uh, Jordan Clarkson. He'll take it. He'll take it. Don't worry about this. We'll take it. I'll take this. Really? I'll take this. Here we go. Look at it down. Look at it down. Look at it down. Look at it down, Chich. Look at it down. Look at the down. Look at the down. That's elite. Green. Look at the down. Green. We'll take that. Very nice. Second year, Luca. You know, you know, you get that graded, and uh, it will uh, sell for a pretty penny as long as there's no defects on the card. Thank Luca the Don. Thank you very much, Luca the Don. There you go, Luca the Don Kendrick Perkins. Bang. And we, what do we got? A will to win. Uh, Benny Simmons. Ben Simmons. I mean, Benny Simmons. Here we go. The, the pack Here come the pack pack gods for Saucy. Here we go. We're not done yet. I mean, I think I've actually got my money back in this pack. And I know. And, Jared Culver. Jared Culver, NBA debut as the last card. All right. Now we got that. Oh, come on. Give us, a pink, give us a pink LeBron or a pink look at the dawn. I'd love, I'd love to see one of those. Right, we want a pink. We want a pink Zion on or, or Jar. Zion. Yeah, we probably do. Let's be honest. We want to pink Mr. Williamson. I'm not going to look at it. Because you see, because you... And don't, and, and, and don't forget, ladies and gents, <laughs> you don't grade PSA. <laughs> I mean, I'll take this as well. It's, it's no. good stuff, man. I've got to... I'm taking I, the wrong rose. I, 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 I pulled the goat again. <laughs> Pink goat. This is the best mosaic pack I've opened. I'll take it. Dom, honestly, honestly, I've opened a good six, seven of them, and this is definitely the best I've opened. And it's all happening live, ladies and gents. This couldn't be scripted any better. And, uh, the pack life. Ah, Debo. For fuck's sake, this is where it just gets shit. Because I got a rookie in my last pink. Just happened to be Cody Martin. You got the goat. But I got the goat. You I mean, two of the goats on Luca the Dawn. That's, uh, that, that's recap. That's very nice. Recap. We got the we got two LBJs, two of the goats, two LBJs. What am I doing? Very here? nice. There we go. Two of the goats. <laughs> two of the goats. Very nice. And then and of course our boy Luca the Dawn. Luca. Luca the Dawn. Luca the Dawn. Luca the Dawn. All right, Domo. Let's see. Uh, I mean. I'll take it. Very nice. I'll take it. Thank you very much. Uh, Luca the Don. Back. Back. I'm back with that pack. You're back. You're back. back. Uh, let's, let, do you want to just recap mine? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's it. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jared Jackson Jr. second year. I'll take that. JJJ. Base. Better than nothing. Like I said, man. Got PJ Tucker. And I got Brad Bill. I like Brad Bill. You'll be playing for the Heat you've next the, year. Yeah, you've got, the, so, you've got the best small starting center in the league, don't you? Yeah, of all time. Not in the league, of all time. 
sleeve in the greatest defensive get those, team. Get those rookies in the sleeve. Get the cards that you want to keep in the sleeve. Oh, there's my bin pile. Start 101. Never, never break cards without sleeves and top loaders. Luca the Don over here. Ripping Luca the Don. Unbelievable mosaic solo. Unbelievable stuff. While Source is going for a sleeve up, uh, I'd like to personally thank the great man. Uh, picked up some graded cards. Thanks to Saucy, helping me out, as per usual. There's the Troy Aikman that we discussed on a Saucy Smoky a while back. I uh, got myself one of those. That's a PSA 9. And uh, the Jordan that Saucy put as one of his Smokies as well, the Dream Team Jordans, I went and picked up the Magic Johnson variant. I also have a Jordan coming as well. Don't worry. Saucy's giving me a Smoky. I'm going to try and pick it up, aren't I? So that is a PSA 9 as well. Nice card. Irving Magic Bang. Johnson. There you go. Top loaded. Recap that. Pink Top loaded. Base LeBron and a green look of the dawn. I mean, I, finish it I off. guess I better... Very nice. Do you reckon I should sleeve this Cody Martin? Yeah, sleeve it up. Sleeve it up. Just, just, just in case they... I mean, I will sleeve it. I'll also sleeve up the... the, the... I sleeve... Bro, I just sleeved up all my cards. Put them in there because if I, if you got to get rid of them, dude, you don't want to ruin the edging and the, the corners and stuff. I mean, I'll take, honestly, that, that was actually pretty good. That's I, fine. I'm actually happy with that, that pack. Yeah, you take that because there are some so really like I mean, your pack was pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie, Doma. Thank you. I mean, but I you, you, you watched me open some packs and uh, I didn't have much luck. I mean, when you when I opened up a pack. And my best card in the whole pack was uh, a uh, silver Camp. DeAndre Membry. Oh, and you got that nice green um, Sean Kemp. Yeah, the Sean uh, Kemp. Gem. That was nice, but that's not what you're looking for. It's not better than uh, the green look of the dawn, I can tell you that much. There's the rookies. There's the rookies there. There's the vet. I'll probably chuck. I'll, I'll probably chuck that one in the PC uh, because I'm not buying those overhyped Devin Booker Prism cards. So that will probably be my uh, little bit of a Devin Booker PC hey, card. If you sold, man, you could have sold that at a different time in the hobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, I'll probably keep this uh, Benny Simmons, our boy. I'll, I'll keep that one. Yeah, Aussie. Bit of Aussie. Aussie action. Aussie action. I mean, uh, anyone out there, a little tip for you. The Benny Simmons, um, you know, BGS uh, prisons. You go pick up one of those. They're actually quite cheap at the moment. And if Doc Rivers can weave his magic and happen to actually help that team. Skillers. And they go. Do you want KCP, mate? Next time I see you, I'll give you some KCP action, mate. You can put him in your PC for the rest of the Lakers. I, 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 any, any Lakers guy, but like, doesn't matter what. Like, I, I won't go out there and buy like a like a KCP rookie. But yeah, but if you get Lakers, it, if you no, get because he's in the Lakers yeah. uniform, I'd keep it. I even I yeah, even keep Taylor Horton Tucker once. I reckon he's going to be alright, Taylor Horton Tucker. He's not a bad bad rookie. But very nice. There's our um, first live hacker opening on a double coverage. Uh, 
not much on my end, but a lot on uh, Saucy's end, which is very good. Hack Wars, baby. I think I won that one. Uh, you gave me a bar, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your best card in that uh, score packet is better than anything that I've got as well. <laughs> but uh, coming up next, to end the show, the most anticipated segment of the podcast, Saucy Smoky. Stay tuned. Two. Oh, we're back. Last segment of the show. Look how, how excited he is. He's got something. I don't even know what it is. So, uh, Saucy Smokey, give it to us, mate. All right. What do we got? I'm just, uh... So, you know, I'll, 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 I'll throw it around, ladies and gents. I'll throw it around, but I always try to give you something that I see potential value in it now. Um, with the potential for you to hopefully hold on to it uh, for, for somewhere between, you know, six uh, somewhere around, around about the six-month mark or, you know, up to that six-month mark that you'll be able to make money on it, potentially double your money. Or if you like, if this is if you like this player um, and you don't have one of these cards, get one and hold it. Or if you're just invested interest in this player, like I have, uh, you know, and, and his potential, um, holding on to the card. But I, I really feel that where the price of where this card is at, especially the, the graded version of this card, I just, and the way the market is today, and I've spoken about this, um, so obviously you talk, I'm talking about a, a modern player because we're talking about the way the market is today. I just think uh, once he starts <laughs> playing next year, and obviously a bit of, you know, it has a few decent games, um, he's, this card's going to go up. So, um, I'm keen here. Okay. I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking about none other than um, than than the man himself, Big Z, uh, Zion Williamson. Um, so no one out of the ordinary yeah. here, right? Everyone knows this guy, but it's about just understanding. It's, a, it's about understanding uh, the card to pick up, and and why this card, right? Um, you know, his prison base card. You, if we if we uh, have a look at it, uh, I'm gonna I'm just bring it up before I uh, switch it over. Bring it up, bring it up. Now I'm not I'm not feature look, something about. I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying this prison base card, right? Um, oh, we got it, we got it up, we got it up, mate. There it is, there it is. So his prison base card last sold here. Thank you, card ladder, for the, these great uh, graphs and, and information. You. We always always are a regular on the show. Um, his base raw is going for 260 uh, prism. Now, the pop report is his PSA 10. His PSA 10 going at uh, 523. Now, the pop report is at 1200, ladies and gents. Um, 
Now, that's not taking into account the BGS and the S what's been sent to SGC. That's just PSA. Um, but that's not the card I'm talking about. Here we go. We can have a look at the here. Here you go. The pop report on... <laughs> total pop report at BGS is 11,000. So, combined, 23,000. The total pop report for just BGS and PSA. Right? Wow. So that's crazy numbers. So, obviously, there's, not, there's plenty of prison bases around. I uh, like this other card that I'm going to tell you about. I think there's plenty of these around too. Um, and the card I'm talking about is uh, obviously is not obviously his card here is uh, Zion Williamson uh, Donruss Optic uh, base card. Um, always try try give out cards that m majority of people are going to afford. There's no point in me coming out here and and telling you a uh, you know five hundred to thousand dollar card. Um, because I'm sure there's many people out there or many listeners out there that just don't have that type of funds. Um, and also, I'm not on that level uh, yet. Hopefully, one day I am. Then I can just uh, go out there and buy <laughs> $1,000 cards. That would be elite. Um, but the base card, and the reason why I really like base cards is it's a great entry point for anyone uh, in the market, and they're really, really easy to move. Um, you know, try sell a card... Three, four, five hundred dollars. Have difficulty moving it. Um, also, um, you know, uh, try selling a, a raw a base card that's only fifty dollars. Have relatively great ease of moving it. So um, th that sort of comes into play as well. Uh, uh, I watched their. I'll talk about. I watched the interesting clip from Cherry Collectibles uh, during the week about Grayson talking about. Um, uh, talking about cards and you know you can have the greatest card but uh, you won't be able to move you know say you've got uh, 10 of a um, you know say you got uh, like 10 of a, a a very good expensive card you know what I mean like five six hundred dollar card you've got 10 of them right and they've got you know they've gone up in value you bought them at 200 now they're five six hundred and you want to sell them all of, all 10 of them and make you money right you can't just turn around in one week and then sell all those cards. It just doesn't work like that. You might be able to sell one that week. Yeah. Then you might have to, you know, hold on to it a bit and then sell the other one another couple next week. Then, you know, because it's hard to find a buyer for a $600 card. So, that he goes, you know, although you might have the greatest cards, it, they might not be the time when you want to sell them. You might not be able to move them right at that moment. So, you've got to sort of... You, that's why I like to dip into the base cards is because... Personally, and I've heard this from other people out there who've probably sold more than me, always when I sell a base rookie card, it, it like goes like that, yeah? So it's really yeah. easy to move on the market, and and it's what people have been talking about, how the market's gone towards bakes cards. It creates a, a liquidity in the market in being able to buy and trade, and, and that's why I've, I've chose this card as well, because um, it's got good liquidity. So um, the card I'm talking about is this. is PSA 10 sitting at 220 uh, back three months ago, uh, it was sitting, at, you know, close to the 400 mark. Um, so now down to about half that price um, that you can pick them up for. Uh, total uh, total pop report on that is 3,268. Um, you got his PSA 9 at uh, uh, 2,185 on the pop report. You know, last sold at 102, but the one before that was at 66. So that 102 is probably a bit of an outlier. I'd probably say they're sitting around about 75. Um, but I wouldn't even go there. This is the card I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the BGS 9.5. Uh, 
um, specifically. You know, you can go out and buy his raw card, but I'm not suggesting to buy his raw card because I went and looked at the recent sales of a raw card. They're fifty dollars, fifty US dollars for a raw one, fifty to sixty. Yeah. You can go buy a BGS nine point five at the moment, so somewhere between a hundred to one hundred twenty USD. So you're telling me for essentially, yeah, you, you're going to double, uh, double the amount you pay, uh, in, in, from a raw one, but you're guaranteed a mint card, a gem mint card. You're guaranteed a gem mint card. Uh, you don't know how people have treated these cards. Uh, a lot of the optics, they're, they're off-centered. Um, I think this has a, a gem rate of about 60%, so it does gem quite easily. But as the years go on and, and people don't look after the cards and people go through more of these cards, um, they'll be you know less easy to grade. But I just think there's tremendous value in this. you know, Tremendous value because the fact that these were up over 200 and now you can get them for about 100 to 120. I try to give like a bit of a bracket there. Um, there were, I did see some going out for bids at 105, 104. A um, couple of prob steeds auctions that ended on a on a Sunday night in America, Monday here in Australia. Um, you know, they went for around that mark. So I think there's tremendous value in this. The way the market is, um, Zion goes out next season, has a 20, 30 game stretch where he just, you know, puts up the numbers he was putting this season, literally averaging 25 and 10, going off a few games for 30-plus. Um, maybe, Hopefully, uh, he, he hits a few more threes, and, and that really excites the crowd. And this card just goes up, and all Zion cards go up. Um, we're in the off-season. I think there's there's not... There are bad buys out there, um, but there's also buys that I think are a lot safer than others. And, you know, albeit people are saying he's injury-prone, well, we don't know yet whether he's injury-prone. He's had one injury, right? Um, he does need to lose weight. Correct. He does need to lose weight. Uh, but I believe in Zion personally. I believe in his story. I believe in what he's about. Um, if you have a look in his backstory and don't just look at him as, as a human and you look at his backstory and where he's come from, um, you know, coming from nothing, uh, that people want to liken him to the new LeBron. I mean, he's very similar in that sense, into what he, uh, where he's come from and what he's come from. Um, and he's always just been about helping people. Um, and he, from a young age, he's always been just about, you know, uh, uh, doing what he can in his power to help others. And so he, I believe he brings that onto the basketball court. He wants to just see his team win. He doesn't care about, you know, individual things. And by doing that, it's going to uh, give you great success because you, not only your teammates going to like you, but you. We've seen uh, a la LeBron when he, uh, you know, turned into a guy where he just makes his team better by assists and, and points and everything. Does does everything. Um, you you win games. So regardless, yeah. I think this card is just too cheap, especially the BGS nine point five. Uh, target somewhere between 100 to 120 USD for the card, maybe 115. You might be able to pick one up on auction for around about 110. Um, and you know, if you've got the money uh, and you want to sit on it for a bit, you can actually crack this card and send it to PSA and get a PSA 10, and that will instantly double the value of the card. But that's always a risk, so it's entirely up to you what you do. I wouldn't do that. I just think um, at that price. That's going to double. Uh, as soon as he has a stretch of games next year and that New Orleans Pelican goes on a bit of a winning stretch, Zion will be right in the thick of it and that card will be up over 200 again like it was previously. And who knows, maybe even more. Maybe if Zion has a, an amazing year 
and comes out with like a, a second year like Luka, Luka Doncic, the Don, and just goes off. And his team, you know, uh, ha- has, a, has a decent season and pushes for that eighth playoff spot. Who knows what can happen? Who knows? Um, but it's just too cheap. Just too cheap for me, you know. And I just think it's one you just can buy and flip at some point when Zion has a good stretch of games. Um, if you get, everything's risk, but I'm willing to take this risk uh, because I, I don't know. I just I, I just think it's a smart play. I think it's a smart play. It's, be, it's better value than buying his uh, prism card because his prism raw card is 260 just for the raw one. Uh, for 110, you're buying a graded card that has the same rarity as the prism card. It, it just it makes more sense to me. So that's my Smokey of the week. Zion with some BGS 9.5. Specifically, uh, if you can't get that, you can buy some raw ones, but I just think the value is in the graded card. See, there you go. People want graded. There is. That's the way Another it's going. Another saucy smoky. Tell you what, the cards are starting to, to, to stack up all these smokies that you've given. Uh, shout out to uh, Brad Ripper that listened to yep. some of your advice that you gave on a Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. Was it rookie? It was a Shaq? No, no. Uh, Kobe. Oh, Kobe, sorry. Kobe Z rookie where uh, I talked about during the week about um, how, you know, uh, I mentioned along the lines of uh, if, 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 you know, don't, don't buy the card, don't buy the grading company, don't pay a premium for, 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 for grading companies, you know, mainly PSA. PSA um, but... If the card is, you know, if, if the card's slabbed, even if it is slabbed in a GMA or a PSI or one of those uh, considered below average of the main three grading companies, just buy the slabbed card if it's the same price as the raw one. Exactly. Because even exactly. though they might not be uh, as regarded highly, they would have had to somewhat grade that a little bit. And if it is in the gr- slab, it's actually more protected than probably the way any other card's been stored. So, and especially in in that regard where he bought the, the Kobe Z-Force, a card which is uh, 24 years old, Doma, um, I mean, the chances that that card's been kept way better than any raw card out there is, you know, probably, there's 99 out of 100, I guarantee you 99 times out of 100 that that, Slabbed card, and it was actually a graded a, a, a ten by G G E M, or I think that was the grading company is called. Um, so, okay. and, and he's actually going to crack that and send that to another grading company. But you know, that's a little thing. Um, I think the raw ones were Good maybe on like fifteen dollars less expensive, but you you're getting a slabbed card and it's protected. So that's that's what I say and he did list it out there when he got when he got the Z force but uh, he, he's got he's a big Kobe collector Rad Ripper he's got a, a lot of Kobe's so very nice there you go bang another one done another one bites the dust uh, got some F1 uh, NFL grand final this week massive week of sport coming up we can't wait to bring bring you some more content next week it's going to be a lot to talk about throughout this week uh, so yeah we'll just sign off on that mate just keep living loving and breathing sport this has been double coverage I'm Dom the great man source 
Peace out. Peace out, ladies and gents. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcasting app. Also, if you could please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. Don't forget to follow us on socials at DBL coverage underscore on both Instagram and Twitter to join in with your opinions.